The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. And while well, we start today with an issue that just isn't getting any better, recent numbers show that the number of women, children, and seniors turned away from shelters across Alberta nearly doubled over the past year. The 2019 report by the Alberta Council of Women Shelters shows there were almost 24,000 turnaways due to a lack of capacity, an increase of nearly 40% since the last report. So the number of women, children, and seniors in shelters remained around the 10,000 mark. Global News is doing a series right now called Broken. It's on Canada's ongoing failure to end violence against women. As part of that, we're joined this afternoon by Lynn Rosichuk, whose daughter Jessica Martell was murdered by her common-law husband in front of their children 10 years ago. In that 10 years, Lynn, along with family, friends, and the community of Mournville, have committed to opening Jesse's House, an emergency shelter for all people fleeing domestic violence. It's expected to open in the spring, and when it does, it will be the first new shelter to open in the province in over 20 years. Lynn, welcome back to the show. Well, thanks for having me. So today, uh, Global Television Course Radio, uh, shining a spotlight on on domestic violence uh, across this country. It's a conversation, Lynn, that we keep having to have. And uh, I know we wish that we didn't have to have it, but um, the fact is that people are talking about domestic violence, talking about the impacts, uh, what needs to be done. Your thought on the, on, on the fact that um, so many years after what your daughter has gone through, we're still seeing numbers as high as we are when it comes to domestic violence in this province. Yeah, it... Uh was rather shocking to see some of the news articles and stuff that's come out lately that more than 23,000 women and children were turned away from shelters last year. Uh, that number's doubled in, from the last previous two years. Um, and it's the highest rate in 10 years. Uh, it's shocking, but in the work that I do, uh, I also see it every day. Uh, we can't get Jesse's house finished fast enough and I believe that once it's opened it will be full too because there's just such a shortage of beds for families fleeing domestic violence. It's just uh, sad that we have to keep talking about this and I appreciate that uh, the media has really stepped up because awareness is really the key piece here. What do people, what do you want people to know about this issue in Alberta, in the capital region, in Edmonton, in Mournville? that we all need to stand up and uh, start advocating for these families. Uh, It's sad that these families are being turned away and most of them end up being homeless because there's not affordable housing out there for them. There's no rooms and shelters for them. We really need to step up. The government needs to step up and fund these places that are being built. Uh, it's just a huge epidemic all over our country right now, and it's time that we really started taking this more seriously. Lynn, your daughter Jessica was murdered by her common-law husband uh, April 29th, 2009. I know there's a lot of people that always ask, um, well, why don't they leave sooner? Why don't they, why don't they get out sooner? They, you know, that sort of thing. 
I know for a fact that you and your daughter had made a plan to get her out of the situation that she was in, to, to get her to safety. And unfortunately, it, it didn't work. It, it came moments too late. Can you tell us what happened? That's, that's correct. Uh, we had tried to access resources in our community. Uh, when we couldn't find anything there, we reached out to Edmonton. Uh, Every time that she tried to get into a shelter, she was always told that there was a two to three month wait for her. And when women finally do get the courage to leave or finally have their safety plan in place for them to leave, they need to leave now. They can't wait two to three months to get into a safe place. So, um, yeah, it was unfortunate for Jessica. Uh, her and I had had a dream prior to her passing away that we wanted to open up a place like what we're doing right mm -hmm. now. And um, she's here in spirit watching us do this. Uh, this build, this house is going to be an amazing house. She's had a big part of it. I feel her every single day. Matter of fact, the other day uh, we received a grant from the government and it happened to be on her birthday. So wow. that was pretty cool. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to. I want to get a, a little bit more into Jesse's house uh, in, in a moment, but I think I, I just want to circle back for a moment because I think it's important that people realize that the most dangerous time, what they tell us, the most dangerous time for for women and children, um, you know, uh, trying to flee domestic violence is at that moment when they are trying to leave. Right. That's correct. They're they're mostly at severe to extreme risk risk of being severely harmed or killed that's for sure um it's really important uh that they have a safety plan in place uh and that often isn't helpful in some times either um it's just a very difficult time and mm -hmm. it's important for them to reach out and get the right kind of help that they need to be able to get out safely. Uh, Lynn Rosie Chunk joining me this afternoon, the mom of Jessica Martel, who who uh, was murdered by her common-law husband uh, 10 years ago. Um, it happened in front of her children. Can you give us an idea of what kind of programs are in place or are there enough programs in place for um, for kids who have witnessed domestic violence, who have been abused themselves to get the help that they need? Lynn, what have you seen? What has your experience been like? Uh, that's a difficult uh, situation to talk about because it's been extremely difficult. There aren't uh, very many programs out there that help the kids and it's one of the things that we really want to strive to work on and uh, providing those kind of programs in Jesse's house uh, because I think it's key that they receive the same type of services and help as the parent does. Um, just watching what my grandchildren have gone through and their struggles and it's just so important that the kids look 
get looked after too. Absolutely. So Jesse's house um, was, you know, this was uh, this was a dream uh, of yours, of your of your daughters, and it's coming to fruition. A lot of people have come together to to make this work. It will be a shelter opening up in in Mournville um, within months. Um, I, it must be something to be almost there, Lynn, to to almost be ready to throw open the doors. Yeah, it's uh, we're getting closer and closer. It's uh, pretty exciting to uh, go there almost daily. There's new things uh, being completed and uh, closer to our uh, dream of finally being able to have families uh, come and help them out. Um, it's been an incredible journey. The amount of uh, support that we've gotten through the communities, the Sturgeon County communities, uh, our donors, our sponsors, our volunteers. Uh, it's because of all of them that we're able to be able to open this 9,000 square foot home and help uh, families in the Sturgeon County area. This will be the first new emergency shelter to be built in, in Alberta in, in over 20 years. And again, gosh, I, you know, we all wish we didn't need these shelters, but we do because we have so many women and kids that are being turned away from them. That says a lot right there. I mean, you know, why, why aren't new shelters being open when there is such a need? Well, it all comes down to money, right? Uh uh, the government doesn't normally uh, fund uh, builds for shelters. Mm. They haven't in the past 20 years. Uh, we actually have not gotten any government funding for the build. It was all through uh, hard work, fundraising, private donations, and uh, our fundraising events that Jesse's House has been able to come together and um yeah, they just we, they really need to open their eyes and see that the need when we're turning away over 23,000 women and kids just in Alberta uh, that says something yeah it's just staggering numbers I know that you have to get going but just one more question uh, for you and one of the things that I think is uh, is unique for Jesse's house I know it, I don't think it I know it's unique is that Jesse's house will serve um, individuals of any age, gender, and, and families from, from across the region. And oftentimes we get questions about, well, what about what about men who've been abused? Um, you're not closing the door to anyone, are you? No, we actually have a uh, self-contained suite that's in the house that's kind of part of the house but separate mm-hmm. uh, that we can house... Uh, uh, male victims and their families, or the the suite could be used for uh, families that need to leave that have parents with them, or um, you know, there's many different situations that come across that we can uh, utilize that suite for. The other unique thing in our shelter is that we have uh, family suites, so uh, families that have a large amount of children uh, can stay together and not be split apart. Doors opening, uh, hopefully in a couple of months. Lynn Rosichak, um, I'm looking forward to seeing that day happen. And I know it's been a, a lot of hard work and it's come out of something incredibly awful, but uh, you're going to make a difference in the lives of, of men, women, and children who are fleeing domestic violence. And, uh, and we thank you for that. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. Thank you so much for having me.